we have for a long time said that one of the ways of reducing our budget deficit and reducing government expenditure is to look at cost cutting in the public sector. We know that salaries is a major factor, and so we've seen the three-year agreement. But what we're talking about here and what the minister alluded to is ministers, DGs, provincial level, uh, national level, even local government councillors, mayors, buying expensive vehicles, staying in expensive hotels, traveling overseas with massive delegations in business class, using credit cards. And this, according to the minister, is going to be limited by means of a cost-cutting instruction from Cabinet that Mm. will have to be enforced. Clearly, it is an issue of implementation that we would like to see. It's one thing to say we're going to do that, but to enforce it right down to local government level is going to be the challenge. But we do see it, and we welcome it. We see it as a possible way of reducing unnecessary, wasteful, and irregular government expenditure. I just want to know... As much as you welcome, do you have any concerns, be it on like you mentioned, that is the issue of integration, or any part of the his, his, his budget uh, statement? Yes, well, I think one of the concerns is whilst he definitely aligned the budget framework with the National Development Plan and sent a very strong message to the trade unions that we are going ahead with it, the delay in implementation is also a concern. A lot of infrastructure development has been delayed, the massive projects have been delayed, and this obviously impacts on job creation. We would have liked to have seen that done more quickly, and we would really see that is an aspect that needs to be addressed because we see still high levels of unemployment. The other issue, of course, relates to our low economic growth that is stifled a lot by trade unions, trade union activity, and so we welcome the fact that he has said there's a lot of discussion amongst the partners, business, labor, government, and of course civil society to form a social compact to address these issues, that we can all take hands together. We're all in this boat together, and we need to be able to address that. We can't have these inordinate and long strikes such as we had in the motor manufacturing industry, the mining sector, and the transport sector, which impact on foreign investors such as BMW saying, well, are we now going to still invest in South Africa? We need to take a more global look at our uh, environment going forward, and the National Development Plan is a good place to start that creates that cohesion amongst all of the social partners. Well, I think the, the whole issue relating to the additional budget that, that's, that were given to provinces, and there's additional allocations, how they're going to be spent. There seems to have been an underspending as well, which is a bit of a concern, and that has resulted in a rollover. Are the provinces enabled to fully spend their capital budgets? So the aspect of that, we need to make sure that our provincial governments are strong enough. We see what's happened in Eastern Cape, in Limpopo, where we had to have national intervention. Can they spend their capital budgets? But on the other hand, of course, when there is a rollover and a saving, then, of course, it translates into reduced budget deficit. Now, one part of the budget deficit is the fact that the minister took down the contingency reserve and used some of that fund to balance the books. So we are a little bit thin when it comes to our contingency reserves going forward. That is a slight matter of concern, but at least our fiscal consolidation path is on track and investors will look at that and say, this is, the budget deficit was said to be 4.6, is now 4.2%. 
2% on track to reach 3.1% in the outer years, which is a positive thing.